on there. <laughs> perfect. Mid yawns perfect. Oh. Hey, Trista, what's up, girl? Good morning. How are you? So good. So, so good. good. Amazing. How are you? So good. I mean, yeah, it's a great day. Hey, are you on the West Coast? Um. Well, I'm in Washington. I'm on like the eastern side of Washington. So like where we train um, is up in Vancouver. And that's more like west side of Washington. So you, but you're in Pacific Standard Time. It's 7 a.m. for you. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Thank you so much for doing this. <laughs> it's okay. I'm always up pretty early. I train before school, so it's fine. Uh, uh, what school are you doing? I'm in high school. I'm just like in person. High school. What's that? I forget. <laughs> high school. That's amazing. What grade are yeah. you in? I'm a senior. 12th grade. And yep. what month is it? So February. So you're almost done. February, March, April, May, June. In four it, months, you're done? Yes. In June. Is that in four months? Yeah. I get, yeah. yeah. According to my math. Hey, <laughs> so after this interview, you'll like go to a, you'll go to school? Mm-hmm. Will you take a bag lunch? <laughs> uh- <laughs> will you take, like, and will your dad or your mom write your name on it? And like, you'll roll up and park in the parking lot and be like, damn, someone took my spot. My favorite spot. We're, my school or me and my friends there's like a big thing about parking and we hate when people take our parking spot yeah so I'm friends with a bunch of boys and they like to save my spot so they would like put a cone and a spot for me but a couple of them actually got kicked out of the parking lot so now we <laughs> all park on the street because we like to park together so it's a whole ordeal yeah you're senior vip it's like hey that's my spot yeah, i know but people don't like to respect that Hey, do the boys ever pick cars up uh, and move them? Do they ever do that in your high school? We used to do that every once in a while. We would usually uh-huh. do it to our friends, like pick their car up. Like 10 of us would pick a car up and like move it away or something. <laughs> no, we haven't yeah. done that. We have blocked people in. Like we just surround people. They like take our spot. But... Parking lot wars. Well, hey, one quick question. Do you, do you have a time limit? We don't want to keep you too much. Um, you have to I don't have to school. do school till 8.55. So we got like an Okay. Hour. Okay. I just wanted to. I want to make sure we didn't keep you. Hey, is it public school? Mm-hmm. How is it? What's it like? Is, is it cool? Is it fun? Is it safe? Yeah, is mean, it hard? I would much rather do high school in person in public than online because I love going to school. I love seeing like all my friends. I think we have so much fun. And yeah, I think, I mean, obviously I'm biased, but my school or the school I go to is probably the best one or the best fit for me like in my hometown it's just like very like family oriented and it's just a super cool school i love it you go to the football games the basketball games you do all that stuff i used to but now that i'm like closest end of the senior year i'm just like over it i just want to be done like i go to school and get out there (laughs) did you play any sports trista um, not school sports. I grew up doing gymnastics and I did CrossFit at the same time, but then I quit cross or quit gymnastics for CrossFit. How old were you when you started gymnastics? Like four. I it, did it for a very long time. And, um, and, and when did you stop? Yes. No, maybe. When did you stop gymnastics? Trista? Hello. Maybe she can't hear you. 
No, she Hello? can't hear me. <laughs> like this interview is over. <laughs> Could you hear How it? old were you when you stopped gymnastics, Trista? I quit probably like two years ago. So I was doing CrossFit and gymnastics together for a very long time. How old are you? I'm 18. And when was your birthday? October. Okay, so wow so 12 years till you were 16 did you ever did you ever do a gymnastics competitively did you ever go to any competitions yeah i was like i was a level eight there's like 10 levels so i was like pretty high up there so it took a lot of my time we had practice like every day of the week besides the weekend from 3 to seven thirty. <laughs> so it was a long day um how, how was your experience with gymnastics a, a lot of the guests i've had they say as they got to the higher level that uh, it almost felt like abusive, like the, the, the training, yeah. the relationships with the coaches, the yeah. demands on the athletes. I was extremely lucky. I had the best coach and he was, um, it was just like a very family oriented gym. Our team was just like a bunch of sisters. Like it was so cool. And my favorite part about my coach is that he would also respect my CrossFit career because I don't know. He just thought it was cool. He knew my family super well and like knew me. And I was always like the one on the team who loved like the conditioning part. So he thought that was fun and cool. Yeah. But um, even like if I had CrossFit competitions, they would like turn it on the TV at gymnastics practice that I'd be missing. So like they really respected it. And I think that's super cool. So overall, I don't, think I had a bad experience at all like don't get me wrong there was hard days but I mean that comes with anything and right so yeah I loved it I love our team when you so so if you do gymnastics for uh 14 years and then and then you finish was there a last day and was it sad was it solemn was it was there a last day okay this is the last day I'm going to this no academy. no there <laughs> no. wasn't the last day just petered out yeah, I mean, I I had to skip a lot, a lot of practice for CrossFit. So it just kind of like weeded itself out. I just like slowly transitioned into um, CrossFit. Hey, who and who got you into CrossFit? How did that happen? Where did the CrossFit come in? Okay, so um, both my parents grew up powerlifting. And they actually met at a powerlifting meet. I think that's so cute. <laughs> but um, they, like, since they grew up doing it, once I was born, I was just, like, brought to the gym with them. Like, they would carry me in, in my car seat. And so I was very young and just kind of grew up in it. And when I was little, I would just, like, see them working out and want to join in and do it. So I'd always just mess around in the gym. And it just kind of came naturally. I was always in the gym and trying to do what I could do, like literally since I could walk. And, but tell me, so where does it go from powerlifting to CrossFit? And was there, did your oh. parents have, did they not like CrossFit at first? Or did it take them no, a while to I embrace mean, it? I, I don't know like the specific year, like CrossFit like got started, but, um, so they obviously did powerlifting and like some of our friends had done CrossFit like when it was very first starting and my parents like went and tried it and we joined a gym and we ended up being super close with like the owners of the gym and 
they actually moved so we actually bought the gym oh mm. back in 2009 i believe oh so early early yeah so crossfit's been a part of the family for a very long time so your your parent god i should have your parents on so your your mom and dad were power lifters they started dabbling in crossfit ended up buying a, a crossfit gym mm -hmm. and so you were raised in a crossfit gym like you said yeah. Like, yeah, literally just kind of grew up in it. That's how I got started. Wow. Dude, that's crazy. What was the name of the gym? Fallout CrossFit. Fallout CrossFit. And um, so, so you do that. And, and are you playing any sports in high school at the time? Like right now? No. Yeah, now or ever. Like, did you play any sports in high school? Did you do soccer or any of the traditional stuff? Cheerleading, football, and nothing, wrestling. I nothing. wish I did. Yeah. Like maybe cheer or something. I don't know. Say that again. Maybe what? Maybe like cheer. I don't know. Yeah. I don't think I'm like the personality, but I just, I think that's fun. And I have a lot of fun doing it. Yeah. I mean, shit. The stuff you do is hard, right? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. um, I, I heard Colton say something the other day. Um, he said, some people are afraid to get in a fight. And it... it I had never heard it like that, but it's like that, right? Let's say like you see a workout and at the very end, it has like 60 burpees waiting for you. Like it's some sort of trip chipper or there's 50 burpees at the end. All of a sudden you're like, it is like that. You're like, oh God, you, like you're like at the end, I'm going to fight. Yeah. I mean, I, I love it. I'm right Oh, you do love that. You like that. Okay, good. Well, that makes, that's why you're yeah. a professional CrossFitter and I'm just <laughs> like a dude shivering in my garage procrastinating. Okay. <laughs> so you're, people are so you're up for the fight. Like, you're going to, you're going to go through the whole workout and no like like i don't know if you're like in a real fight you're not gonna walk up scared like you're gonna be like oh no i'm taking this person down mm -hmm. so i think you gotta have the same mindset in the workout like this is this is where i gotta fight and just grind through the burpees who do you think you got that from i don't know my parents for sure they're just very like strong-minded and love the fight um do you do you feel young do you yeah. feel do you feel like you know some <laughs> people will be you. like i'm a, some people will be like I, i'm a, i'm 15 years old and i'm an old soul do you feel like <laughs> or do you feel do you feel young fresh I mean, yeah yeah Wait, what do you mean by old soul though i don't know see, see, see. um like I, when I was young, I didn't think I was wise. Some young people think they're all wise and shit. When I was young, I didn't think I was what you wise. I was young. I was new. I was fresh. I was naive. I was ignorant. I was a like I was just like I had one gear. Go. Yeah, I definitely, I definitely feel young. Yeah, especially because I'm like around a bunch of people who are older than me usually, so it just kind of happens to be like that. But I mean. I try and be wise. <laughs> I mean, I definitely have my moments, but I try my best and just think through everything. All right. Well, you're already smarter than me. Yeah, I never thought. <laughs> I yeah, never. thinking through stuff at 18 wasn't my strong suit either. <laughs> yeah, I never thought for Good through for anything. Throw this rock at that car. All right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Why'd you do it? I don't know, officer. <laughs> I, have, I, have no, I have no idea. Yeah, maybe not the best plan, but I mean. Did, did you, did you, have you ever done a powerlifting meet? Um, I actually did two powerlifting meets before I started CrossFit. That was like when I was like 10 years old. And then um, a couple months ago, back in uh, December, I believe, Justin 
powerlifting me, and I did it with him in Boise. And the then, champ, Justin Medeiros. You went with Justin to Boise for that? Mm-hmm. How cool. Yeah, he's awesome. And then our coach, Jesse, Jesse Bafana, was there too. So you were surrounded by um, Adam Neifer, arguably. I don't even know if it's arguable. I don't think it's arguable. Yeah, I mean, the the most knowledgeable experienced uh crossfit coach on all levels whether you need to lose 100 pounds or be a games athlete probably Mm -hmm. in in the entire crossfit ecosystem on planet earth and then you have the uh, a guy who's in his complete own um category of success justin medeiros the two-time champ and then you have ellie what is uh is it surreal to you well first tell me how you ended up there and and like have you settled in do you feel at home there or is it still like oh shit you're in awe (laughs) I still look at them like fangirl love them right but honestly like they're like my older siblings and they treat me like their younger sister like I love them it's just like another family type ordeal but how it all came about was um I or my family has been super close with Adam's whole family and back in the day Adam's sister-in-law coached at our gym and so we like that's how we started to get to know them or whatnot and um 2021 the first year i went to the games was the year justin won tristan real quick how far is your gym the the your parents gym um what was it fallout from van fort vancouver where adam we live about three hours away okay and his so sister his sister-in-law taught at your gym Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Go on. Yeah. And then, so 2021, the first year I went to the games, Justin won the games and, and you went as a teenager. Yeah. In which age division? That was when I was in the 14, 15 age division. And how did you do? I took fourth. Good job. Good <laughs> beast. Good job. Yeah. But anyways, uh, we were like let's just reach out to him like i wasn't even looking for him to coach we were like let's just get back in touch like they have something good going on like just i think it'd be cool to get a hold of them and so we reach out to them and whatnot and then i go to a or i went to a when you say you reach out to him does your dad call him and he's like is he he, i wonder if your dad's like me he's like trying to be all humble i have this daughter who does crossfit but like he can't he's like dude she's a beast (laughs) like Uh, two sentences in all his humility's out the door and he's like he go v she's gonna be better than justin (laughs) that's the shit i would say about my son i try to start off all humble oh okay all right but um (laughs) yes we reached out to them and then i actually went to a bergner strength camp it wasn't the um the coaching course it was the very first like course where they strictly was teaching athletes versus how to be a coach okay yeah that was it and so i went there and as you know adam is on the bergner strength team oh i didn't know that okay yeah so um he was there and it's kind of like where we hit it off and we actually went out to breakfast and we kind of had a meeting with Adam and he's like, Hey, like, I think it'd be so cool to coach Trista. Like, like he didn't want to step on any of our toes either. And so I was actually following calm train at the time. And, um, he's like, I'm willing to be all in if that's okay with you guys. And how could you pass that up? Right. That's crazy. So I was like, yes, obviously like, 
this is gonna be so cool and so Imagine um, how much thought he gave it before he said that to you. He probably thought about it forever. He probably talked to his wife. He probably talked to Justin. Oh, sure. Dude, oh. that's crazy. Yeah. So I mean, he sees something in you. So he saw something. Yeah. And um, I don't know how. Because he's not. Because he's not a clout chaser either. You know what no. I mean? Like he's not bringing you on. That he's not like trying to like get rich off of. No. Uh, yeah. His Unless, whole goal is just to make us like the best athlete in person we can be yeah that's crazy that you had adam knifer recruit you that's nuts i didn't i didn't even know he did that yeah maybe that's maybe he hasn't done that i wonder if he has ever done that before that's crazy yeah it was super cool and your parents are like no get out of here creep <laughs> <laughs> no we love them oh okay and that was that and so that was that it was on it was on like donkey kong yeah i mean I don't know what he told Justin, this little girl, I'm going to start coaching. You probably yeah. Like, but um, the next season, so 2022 season, the very first open workout is when I first met Justin. He like came to the gym and I was like, I was like, oh, uh-oh, I got to do good. Yeah. <laughs> and that, so you're, a 50, you're just a 15-year-old kid at that point. Yeah. And he's this, this grown-ass weathered man who's already been to the games 10 times. Yeah. And yeah. He like came over, he shook my hand, like introduced himself. And yeah, he was so cool, so sweet. Like cheered me on throughout the whole workout. And he I think he thought I hope he thought I was better than he was had envisioned me. Cause I mean he didn't know who I was. And yeah, and then that that year we went to a um Henshaw aerobic capacity. Mm. camp or class whatever it is and that's when ellie came up she was here for like a week or whatnot and just kind of loved what we had going on are you three hours from crossfit fort vancouver still mm -hmm. so if you go when you go there do you do you stay for multiple days at a time is there a place you stay like you go yeah. for like i just stay with adam's family i mean we're super close with them i love their girls and Lauren, Adam's wife. So it's easy. And, and how long? What's the longest you'll stay? Will you ever go for a week? Oh, yeah. I mean, during the summer, I have school right now, but mm -hmm. <laughs> in the summer, I stayed up there literally since the day school got out until we had to leave for the games. So I was there for a very long time. So you have and a room and a place where you charge your cell phone and you have a place <laughs> to park your car and shit like yeah. that. And you have like, you have like your favorite coffee shop. Like you go, you, you're, you have a routine there. Like, you know where to get coffee um, in the morning and stuff I like that. Like I was going to say, she probably doesn't drink coffee. Good, good. Thank God. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. I don't yeah. like it. Yeah. Look but, at your yeah. teeth. Look at your teeth. You don't drink coffee. Look at those. <laughs> look at those. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't like it. But, but you had a routine there. You, you. Yeah. I home. mean, it, they definitely made me feel welcomed and it felt like home. Like I had had the grocery store. I would always hit up every week so I could like meal prep rest days like i'd either like hang out justin and ellie like we'd go i don't know we'd go do like some fun things go to the lake tan i did a lot of tanning in washington <laughs> do you guys tan there yes i don't know you could do that there it's just those three months when the sun shines out that's yes. it <laughs> three you two you gotta, you gotta soak it up real fast um so so that so you go just training out of your parents' gym fallout, you end up going to the CrossFit Games. 
And, and was I'm gonna ask a dumb question here. I apologize. Was that an accident or you went on purpose? Well, I had always wanted to go to the games ever mm. since I was very little. So that's like what I would always have in the back of my mind while training. And once it was like time to qualify, I was like, all right, <laughs> we gotta get it in a gear. So and, and tell me about qualifying as a teen. I'm not sure. Tell me about the process. I'm not sure mm -hmm. if I know the process. You do the open? Yeah, the it's changed a couple of times while I've done it. The first year, oh gosh, I could be wrong. I don't even remember. It was like, it was back in, I did the open when it was the year, when it was like in October, November. So back in 20, 2019 that was, or 2020. I don't remember. I don't remember either, but but <laughs> let's just make it up. Let's get close. So you do the open. Do you guys do quarterfinals? Yeah, and then I did – it was like another qualifier. I don't remember. It was called something different back then. Okay. I don't remember. But – and then the last two years, it's been um, open and then quarterfinals and then semifinals, but the semifinals are online. So it's just like quarterfinals so are like part two. <laughs> So it's crazy. So yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. And especially like, like last year, I was also like seeing where I was at in the um, open division. So I would do like my age division workouts and qualifiers and the adult division. So it was like a lot of competing, but I mean, I loved it. So it was fine. Why did you do both? I just wanted to see where I was at in the open division. Anyone try to talk you out of that? No. Was, I don't think there was anything to lose. I mean, the only thing is, like, I know some girls in my age division had, like, thought it through and was like, I just don't want to do it because it could, like, lead to burnout. But, I mean, mm. I love it right now. And I think I have a good balance of outside life and training life. So I was like, I, I think I have nothing to lose. So I did it. God, that's fun. Yeah. Hey, have you, was there an age, you're 18 now, um, you've been basically training your entire life. <laughs> was there an age that you saw your biggest growth? Like, was there an age, I don't know, between 15 and 16, where just you, every time you went in the gym, there was a PR? Uh, I don't think so. No. I mean, I think, usually, I don't know the actual age, but I feel as if girls usually peak around like 20 24 or something and i feel like i'm just like slowly on that path sorry let me request re-ask re question i didn't mean um peak sorry I, I did not mean to use that word was there was there a point where so so you know for boys and i'm assuming it's for girls too there's a point where like basically you're transitioning from being a kid to an mm -hmm. adult right so all your all your um limbs are kind of growing their final bit you know your head yeah I, or even even like babies i don't know if you've been around babies but their heads are huge compared to their bodies and then their bodies grow into their heads that's why they, they're yeah. so they're bizarre creatures <laughs> was there was there a point when you're like okay hormonally and physically I, i'm making I'm making such a big leap here that every day is like a trip, like almost like it's having a new body every single day. Was, was there anything like that? And, and I, don't, I don't think so. I no. Mean, in the last, I'd say like year and a half, I'd say like I can tell like my training has definitely ramped up and like not like the volume of the training, but like how like I, I've been performing and competing, especially like 
Like your body's responding at the highest level it's ever responded. Yeah. I, I guess, I guess you're, here's what I mean to say. Sorry. Fuck. Let me take, <laughs> take, take 15. Your body, the, the adaptations your body is making are finally like, wow, this is when you mix CrossFit. Cause I always wondered this, especially for boys. Cause I have three boys. When you mix CrossFit with a boy who's between 16 and 18, like if you don't do that, you're missing out. I mean, I know it's all you know, so you don't, you can't be like, yeah, this is Trista who didn't do CrossFit. But I'm guessing that there's a point where it's like crazy accelerated. Yeah, I mean, like I said, like I just feel like in the last couple of years it was like really performing at the best level. But I think what also like plays into that is just being a more like seasoned athlete and like I've competed a bunch in the last two years. And so I just think I've gotten more experience under my belt too. Like you surprise yourself, like Justin's in there and you're doing a workout with him, maybe that you did a couple months ago. And all of a sudden you're like, wait, I'm in his hip pocket coming into this last <laughs> round as before he might have been way out in front. I mean, Justin is definitely better than me, <laughs> but, but you're closing the gap. I'm trying. Good. Let me, um, do you, do you remember the first time you back squatted or is it just too, too long ago? Yeah, I don't know. So the first time you back squatted, you probably back squatted with like a five pound kid bar. I mean, yeah. There's you remember like the first lifting when I was like so little. Do you remember the first time you back squatted 135 when you were able to put the 45s on? Do you remember how old you were? And you're like, wow, this is cool. I can put the 45s on. No, I don't remember. No. Do, do you have any moments like that? Do you remember anything like that? Like deadlifting the first time you were able, able to put two 45s on each side? And you're like, oh, my God. Look at look at me. I mean, look at her. No. <laughs> no. in these, dude. I don't. I mean, that's incredible. And then doing bar muscle-ups, you're probably like, what, 11 there? And then it cuts to this, like, deadlift. You're 11 there? I, I made that up. I made that up. Oh, 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 oh. Look at this. Look at her back squatting. Okay, so do you remember that meat right there? I... And then like, look at that. Kind of. There's a shitload more than 135 on that bar right now. <laughs> and then look I at remember that. when I I remember when I deadlifted 135 for the first time. <laughs> and then look, the powerlifting me. Is that your dad, by the way, behind you there? No, that wasn't. No. Okay, just a, a judge. And now she's cranking out probably over 200 there. She's born to be a champion. Powerlifting parents, gymnastic background, loves the condition. Understand she still wants to have some fun tan and hang out at In N Out in between training. Yeah, the stuff. fun, the fun part. Uh, the fun yeah, part is crazy. Dialed in. Always keep keep that in mind. I, I really like that you said that because I think with the younger athletes, one thing they forget is how much time they have. And to put mm -hmm. this into perspective, you could do nothing for the next 15 years, and you would still be three years younger than I am right now. <laughs> Yeah. Just like, just think about how much time that is and how much potential you have to grow in so many different mm -hmm. areas and don't lose sight of that and think you have to do everything right now. Yeah. I mean, I think overall I have like a pretty good outlook on life and I, I love training and I love what I do. And I think everything leads into it. So like how I sleep, how I eat and like, but I do think to be in that mindset, you have to have fun outside the gym or you're just going to get burnt out. You're not going to love it anymore. And so I definitely like to go have fun with my friends and like do other things outside of CrossFit and just kind of get my mind off of training. But yeah, I love it both. I love it all. So kind of the best of both worlds. How in, how um, in into your 
athletic career are your mom and dad? Very into it. I mean, they obviously they understand it and I love that they understand it because they can help me like, I don't know everything. And so like if I need like help on like a movement or something or to perfect my form, like they're always there to help. Is, is he just so excited? So he is your dad just like, will, will he just be all up in your shit for like the open and the quarterfinals? Semifinal? By, by up in your shit, I mean like, will he be just like interested? Like, will he oh, be yeah. there when you do your open workouts and your quarterfinals and like, like at the games, where does he sit? Does he go to the games? Does he go to the games? Oh my gosh, my parents are like the crazy parents. Oh, this. good. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I they are. That. that makes I me. Have, so, like, I want to like, hear that. Up and down. And like. Yeah. Okay. So he's really he's really taking advantage and enjoying his daughter's achievements. Mm-hmm. Your mom and dad are. You can even like on my Instagram. There's like yeah. Oh, he's right in the front yeah. row. Is that the games? That's the games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then my mom is like right next to him, and then my little brother is in the blue hat too. I hear you. Okay, yep. so they're getting to live vicariously for, through your dad's so excited. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. How old's your brother? Um, he's 13. Is he is he doing CrossFit? I mean, he's big into hockey, so that's kind of his thing. He'll work mm. out every once in a while, but definitely not like I do. Man, I, I I just think how excited your dad must be. It must be so fun for him. Do you feel that pressure from your parents because they're having so much fun? Do you feel any pressure to perform? I mean, no. No. Like, I just do my own thing. Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't really get I'm like, no, they're not going to get mad at me if I do bad. Right, of course not, right. Yeah, so. But but so, but they are bonkers. What's he do during the games? Tell me, like, does he like give you space, or is he like like? I mean, you, he, you guys share a hotel. Do you, is the family staying in a hotel together? Are you still that young? Mm-hmm. Like yeah, you guys, yeah. yeah, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> awesome. <Yep. laughs> but last last games, I took like the master bedroom, and like I got the big bed. I made them all like sleep on the couch and like yeah, pull up. <laughs> Yeah, they probably but, loved it. Your parents love doing that for you. Let me tell oh, you. Oh, yeah. They love it. <laughs> they <laughs> do. Sure. I'm serious. I still hear about it. Oh, they love it. <laughs> During the games, um, my parents are obviously super smart and, like, very knowledgeable about CrossFit. And so they'll definitely, like, help me out where I can or if I need help. My mom, like, makes all my food for me. I, I feel very helpless when I'm competing. But, um. I think they get a little stressed, to be honest. <laughs> Stressful oh, yeah. job being a parent, but they do a great job. They're I love them. They're the best. You you uh, recently did your level one, mm-hmm. and, and that's what really caught my attention. Um, uh, someone um, someone just DM me and said, "Holy shit, uh, Trista Smith is doing her level one. She's only seventeen years old. I guess you were eighteen, right?" Mm-hmm. Why did you do it? Tell me about that. Um, um, I want to hear everything about it. Did you like it? Why did you do it? Were you bummed because you'd rather be out with your friends? Like, t- yeah, <laughs> I'd be like, uh, fuck, I mean, a level one. I ain't doing that. <laughs> More school on the weekend. Damn. <laughs> but the level one changed my life. So I'm just so curious how it affected you. Yeah. So I did it because I got sent like a certificate to do it for free in my email. Mm. I don't As, because you're a games athlete that or semifinals i don't really know 
Okay. But it was there and they came to my hometown. So I was like, might as well do it. How did you know they came to your hometown? Did someone tell you? Was your mom and dad like, um, hey? I don't know. My mom's very, like, interested in, like, the CrossFit world. So she keeps up with things. And she was like, you should probably do it because come here and it's free. So Yeah. 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 I mean, I, I definitely learned that I'm an athlete. I'm a coach. <laughs> but, like, don't get me wrong. I think I would love to be a coach. And, like, I don't know. We were doing workouts and I was helping people. I love helping people. And I just feel as if I enjoy working out myself more than coaching though. <laughs> but yeah, I think obviously there's like higher courses than the level one, like the two, three, and four, correct? Yep. But um, I think if you're just like a basic athlete, like interested in the CrossFit methodology, like the level one is such a great start. You learn so much, like, like what CrossFit is, like what fitness is, you learn the nutrition and, I mean, there's obviously, that's just like kind of like the basic things about CrossFit though. There's so much more to learn, but, and to be a coach, I think just taking the level one doesn't just like put you in. Like, I think you gotta mm -hmm. have like definitely the perfect personality for it. Like if you're super like introverted and like, I think you need to like, get to know your clients on like a personal level, especially because like CrossFit is like overall arching goal is to like better you and better your health as a person, like on the, um, the sick, well fit continuum. Like you're mm -hmm. always like trying to look at you. Okay. <laughs> okay. Look at you. Yeah. Did you yep. know about the sickness wellness uh, continuum? I did uh, learn about it. Did you know yeah. about that before the level one? No. So here, let me tell you the vibe I'm getting. Awesome. From you. Let me tell you the vibe I'm getting from you. The vibe I'm getting from you when you start off is like, yeah, yeah, I guess I, I took it. It was okay. I learned a lot, but like, but yeah, like, you know, like I already know how to move good. That's a little bit of vibe I'm getting from you. But then you drop in the sickness wellness continuum. <laughs> and now I'm like, oh, she loved like it. It's like, she loved it. Yeah. So what I, is it? Now I I'm love, confused. I love CrossFit. Like, I feel like when I go to school, I, were you inspired by the level one? Were you like, or were you just like, thank God this shit's over or somewhere I mean, in between? It was a long weekend. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it yeah, is. Totally. It's a totally. lot of information yeah. in that time. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I just, I love CrossFit. So I like love learning about it. Like, I feel like in school, I'll apply myself to the classes that I like actually enjoy. <laughs> and I actually enjoy CrossFit, surprisingly. So I, you should see my notebook. I probably have like 20 pages full of notes. From the level one. Yeah. I mean, beforehand. Would you I recommend think, it? Would you recommend it? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, especially like if you're a member at a gym and like, not even like if you don't even want to be a coach, I think it's a great start just to learn more about CrossFit. Uh, yep. Awesome. Do you make any friends? Uh, no. No. Do you remember who your instructors were? Yeah. Uh, Ray Regno. I, I love him. I knew him before because of like Bergner strength. What a name, and, Ray Regno. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then mm -hmm. Lisa Ray. I wow. Think. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. She's been around forever. Wow, crazy. Yeah, she was so sweet. And then um Rusty. I don't remember his last name. Rusty. But they were all so cool. I loved them. Do you know any Rusties? Me? 
No, anyone. Yeah, either of you. Do you guys no, know I don't know. Right. No. Look no. at Susan's like me. You talking to me? I thought you were talking to me. <laughs> yeah, you, you talking to me? Hey, you talking to me? Like, imagine naming your kid Rusty. Well, there's nothing wrong um, with Rusty there. Rusty? Yeah. What? Say that again, Trista. You like Rusty? I, I said I don't think it's a bad name. I don't think yeah. so either. I just not rest naming my kid Rusty. Uh, um, uh, um, how about uh, uh, what, what are some other things that happen to metal that's not good? Um, decayed. <laughs> decayed. <laughs> Erosion. I, there probably is. There probably. There probably is someone um, named like, that. Decayed. Yeah. It could be okay. <laughs> People name their kids crazy things. Rusty. How about dirtbag? Oh. DB. Dirtbag. Sorry, Daniel. <laughs> sorry. 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 I didn't, that wasn't supposed to be that. Sorry, Daniel. I apologize. <laughs> uh, oh, my yeah. I, I mean, Rusty. Rusty. Like, Rust. Like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm. Dusty. Yeah. What about Dusty? Who the I know your kid Dusty. I know lots of Dusties too, but now you think about it, it's like, what are you doing? But what what are you doing? It's like Dustin, and then you call him. Don't name your kid Richard, Dusty, or Rusty. Oh my! What's wrong with Richard? Yeah, my dad's name is Richard. It comes with a tough nickname. It comes with a tough nickname. No, that's old school. Oh please! Oh please! Is your dad's name Richard? Uh, Trista. My dad? No. Yeah. No. His name is Tim. Oh, Tim's good. Tim. Tim. Strong name. It's not like anything. It's not anything dirty under the sink. It's not like a a pipe that's been sitting around in the backyard too long. Not a part of the anatomy. It's just, just Tim. Straightforward. Tim. Tim. Yeah. Yep. Do people at the L1 know that you were competitive and what you've done inside the Um, the competition space? I mean, some people did. I like, obviously, I didn't want to like say anything or I just. Kind of sat there quietly, did my own thing. You didn't write your name really small in the tag, Trista, and then really big games athlete. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't wear your medal. You didn't just, wear your medal. <laughs> just oh, face? look, there's Dusty. There's yeah. Dusty Willard. Look, there he is. There's worse <laughs> names. Sorry, Dusty. You're right. There are worse names. Damn. He's a member too. You gotta take that. <laughs> How about this name, Devesh? Devesh oh. Ma. Maharaj, that's good. That's a great last name. It's a strong name. Yeah, Rich Froning, Dick Froning, Richard. Rich. <laughs> Sorry, Rich. Jeez. Hey, because there are some cool names out there, like Angel. What a nice name to name your kid, Angel. I mean, it's very like soft and sweet. Yeah. I would never name a kid that though. Yeah, I like Trista. Trista Smith is easy. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Rolls Me- meant to be famous. Meant to be famous. From like The Bachelor. Say that again. Said my parents got my name from The Bachelor. I'm pretty sure that show, The Bachelor. Yeah. Have you ever watched that show? No. Yeah, I forbade you. Forbade. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I think there's. You know, one of the games athlete. One of the games athletes was on that show, yeah. Luke Parker, and so yeah. I watched the season of that. That is that Somebody is. Somebody told me the other day. They're like, "Did you do you know who Luke Parker is?" And I'm like, "No, I don't." They're like, "He's on The Bachelor and he's a games athlete." I'm like, "Oh." I live under a rock. That show is <laughs> That's okay. It's bad. It's bad. It'll eat away at your soul. I don't even know if we believe we have souls, but it's bad. It, it is. It is not healthy. Why? It's not just the bad because there's just the way they treat people on there. It's like you don't want to learn anything from that show. You don't want to treat people the way they treat people on really? that show. Oh, it's horrible. Well, it's also it's completely fake. None of that. I, I used to have a friend that produced in the reality TV show space and everything else, and it's all scripted. None of it's oh, actually really? real. 
Yeah, hundred percent. And like, even when they do the questions, we'll be like, Trista, so how do you feel about what Sevon said? And you'd be like, well, what'd Sevon say? And then they would tell you, and then they'd be like, okay, now start by saying, I felt like this when Sevon said, and then you would say it and they'd be like, okay, great. But can you make it a little bit more? Oh and like, they gosh. coach them through it. Yeah. hundred percent. Wow. And then they just, okay. and then they mix alcohol into it and they'll pull them into the room and say, Hey, well, let's have you watch this. Or did you know so-and-so is doing this? And then they let them go back in and naturally kind of like argue and fight. And then they also hand pick personalities that are just a little on the edge. Like you can know like, okay, we're going to mix oil and water here by getting these, these groups of people together. So yeah, all of it is, yeah, fabricated. Good to know. Mm-hmm. Are you, uh, speaking of uh, weird events, are you, you, you going to go, do you have a senior ball at your, at your high school? Like, I think we had like that prom? one. Yeah, like prom, yeah. Um, honestly, I am not like, like, I think I'd have so much fun, but also I'm just like, so done with school things. I just feel like. So you didn't do that. You didn't do a senior dance. You didn't go to the dance where you like, you rent, I the, mean, you, you waste your parents' money happened. on a limo and a dress and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Promise that happened, but I don't know. I don't know if we'll go. It I don't really care. You don't, will a boy ask you? If a boy asks you, will you go? Yeah. Do but they still do that? I don't even know if they still do that. Also. Oh. <laughs> do they still do that? Or do or like I wouldn't be surprised it's 2024 if like four girls go together or something. I wouldn't be surprised either, but that would not be me. Oh, okay. It wasn't like All an right. elaborate, will you go to prom with me? Like sign. Oh no, that's house. a thing. That's still yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, a yeah, big yeah. old sign. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I pioneered that back in 2005. <laughs> Trista, <laughs> tell me about born. I tell know, me about about saying. tell me about lunch do, when at lunchtime at school do you stay on campus and do you um, do you always eat lunch in the same like place in the quad with the same like five girls? That's what I used to do, except it was the same five boys, stuff like that. Well, so the first semester of this year and like the last couple years, um, I I would go to lunch with the same group of boys. Like I'm just friends with boys. I like. I don't know. I don't really like girls, but we'd have a grand old time. Sometimes we would go fishing during lunch. Like they're crazy. Like they bring ropes to school. They're like roping in the parking lot. It gets crazy. But now boys wear cowboy boots to your school. Is it that kind of? Oh yeah. It's a very country school. Oh, that's That's kind of how I am. Okay. Okay. Like the trucks, roping people in the parking lots, cowboy Mm -hmm. hats. Yeah. Yep. Okay. That Burnouts be... leaving the parking lot. Yeah, yep. I know it. Those it was the same mine. at my school. <laughs> same at my school. Yep. But uh, yeah. So this semester, my schedule actually changed. So I only have three classes at school. Mm-hmm. I have like three free periods, and I like built my schedule that way so I could like have more time to train. So I actually don't have lunch with them anymore, which is so sad. But now I just kind of go sit in my pickup and twiddle my thumbs for 30 minutes and then <laughs> what kind of car do you have i drive a truck too what kind of truck a dodge cummins wow <laughs> what year is it uh 1999 your car does your car take diesel yeah <laughs> holy shit. that's not it that's not it behind you is it oh uh, that's it yeah that's, that's a 99 <laughs> You yeah. put diesel. You use the you use the pump with the gr- that's green. Yep. 
Holy shit. No wonder you're so good at CrossFit. If I use that, my testosterone would go through the roof. I don't even look at that. I don't even think I'm worthy to look at that. If It'll I see break one of those, band, I, leave, I leave the gas station. Look at Matt Burns. Damn, girl. Holy shit. I don't even understand you. You're a different breed. Yeah, I love my pickup. It's so cool. It's lifted, straight piped. It's so loud. What's that mean, straight piped? What's that mean? Okay, I cannot. I drive the truck. I cannot define the truck. I don't know much But the, But it has something to do with the exhaust, so it's louder. Yeah. Yeah. When she starts it, it's like, yeah. Man. Exact sound it makes, too. Chris Carter says you should rub a little on your gums, a little diesel. (laughs) You should see what happens. My goodness. (laughs) Testosterone upset. Did you, how long have you had that truck? A couple, maybe like um, almost two years. Did your parents buy it for you? Yeah. So you're a good kid and your parents do good things for you. Yes. Very grateful for them. You're not causing them like unnecessary stress. You're a good kid. Yeah. I Have you know. ever been arrested? Have you been arrested? No. no okay. All right. The cops are showing up. Pulled over, so. You've ne- wow. Really? I know. In that I- giant truck, you've never been pulled over? I feel like I'm a decent driver. Can you parallel? Yeah, I don't love the parallel park do you, you don't even need to be good at parallel when you have a truck that big because you can just put you just can feel the curb right like you can bump the curb and be like okay i'm good yeah i mean i do do that i can't though if i have to in a pinch i love parallel parking so it's one of the only <laughs> what you lift 300 pounds to show off i parallel park like when i parallel park <laughs> i look at my wife and i'm like yeah that's why you're with me I'm serious, it is. It's amazing. I'm, 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 I'm. Why wasn't the level one? Um, it, be completely frank with me. Why wasn't the level like for me? Uh, when I went to the level one, I was like, "Holy shit! I can't believe this. I like, I haven't, I can't even believe they just told me to run as fast as I. I was 34 when I took it. I can't <laughs> believe they just told me to run as fast as I can. Um, but you, you weren't in awe like that at all because you, you already. We're in touch with your body and like doing wild shit with it. And so yeah, I mean, you weren't blown away by it. It's okay. I'm, I'm just a kid. She was immersed in it growing up. Yeah. Hmm. I liked it though. I think it's a really good program for sure. How about that sickness wellness continuum thing you mentioned? Had you ever even heard of that before you went? No. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> so I that's just learn stuff. Okay. For sure. and, and maybe that'll resonate with you like when you're like in another 10 years when one of your friends gets diabetes, you'll be like, dude, you're fucked on the sickness wellness continuum. And then you could help them. But right now you, you think of CrossFit as a thing to a performance-based thing, like how to yes, rev up. That was another big thing. I mean, they would like during the workouts, I'm trying to win the workouts at the, at one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 So I would do like, competitors form and that was like not what they were going for mm. i mean i definitely try to keep an open mind like the whole weekend but they wanted like perfect by the book form <laughs> for everything Both like grip on the muscle up and you're and you're like nah i'm good like this. yeah and then like uh the med ball clean <laughs> i wasn't finishing at the top i was just like keeping my hips closed and trying to like get under fast to go faster but you know mm. i like did what they told me to do. 
after they corrected me. <laughs> this this transition from um, kids elite athlete to adults um, elite athlete. Do you have, what are your what are your thoughts on that? You, you before you know recently. I mean, it's kind of a, an interesting place to watch, right? Because we've seen some people make the leap. Have any boys ever made the leap? Oh, one year? No boys done it, but uh, some girls have done it, right? Mm-hmm. Who who have did Haley and Mal both do it? And Olivia, Emma Lawson, yeah. Emma Lawson, Mal, Emma Carey, and Olivia. They did it while they were sixteen. Or no, seventeen. Sorry. Hmm. Is that just freak of nature shit, or or? Yeah, it's, they're, it's, they're cool. Yeah. Is is that what you're gonna try to do? Are you gonna try to this year? Do you put that pressure on yourself to make that leap? I mean, I don't mean pressure in a bad way either. No, I I think obviously I want to go to the games, and that's like my main goal, but. I look at it like I'm still so young and I have so many years Mm. to try and qualify. And obviously if I don't qualify, I'm going to be disappointed. Like that's going to be a hard pill to swallow, but I think good things come from stuff like that. And like, if I don't qualify, like I'm going to train harder, but I'm also like going to go have fun. Like I'm a kid. And so I think it's going to be a great opportunity just to like live it up my younger years. But um, if I did qualify, like that is like a hundred percent, like what my summer is going to be. (laughs) And so I think either way, I think it's going to be good. So you're, I'm going to translate. You have this enormous challenge you have this enormous challenge in front of you that's about to start in a couple of weeks and you're you're um you're absolutely game for it and ready to oh, blast yeah. into it but but, so- but you're keeping a little bit of uh humility but you're you're yeah. you're like yeah ding dong what do you think i'm going to the game shut up <laughs> you don't even know what no, diesel what? fuel is yeah <laughs> i see i sent it you're i get it i i, I respect it hey um, are, are you, do you read any, um, self-help books or any books that are like, be humble, but know that you're better than other people? Or do you, are you reading it? No, you're reading any books. I'm not a reader. Do you have a, th- do you, how about audio books? No, no. Oh, do you have a therapist? Do you have a therapist? No. Do you have a mental coach? No, no. Good. All right. Good. All right. You're just cruising. Yeah. I, I, I think my, my head's good. Yeah. No. And I'm not saying any of those things like you need it. Don't, don't. Don't uh, miss her. Uh, yeah. Trista uh, Shannon Medeiros. Wow, the champs. <gasps> I love her. Me too. Uh, Trista yeah, is an amazing awesome. girl, and she comes from a great family. We've established that. Uh, oh, ask where she's going after high school. Where are you going after high school? Um, nothing is set in stone yet, but I possibly might move to Boise. <laughs> oh wow! Where Ooh. the whole crew is at. And I don't know. That's like what I'm like trying to do, but there's like so many logistics that go into it. Why so wouldn't you move like, to? Okay. Why wouldn't you move to Fort Vancouver and why wouldn't you go closer? I mean, to- that's that's a thought too. But um, Boise, like Justin and Ellie live there. That's where Daniel, our agent, is. That's where Dallas, the videographer, is. Like everybody lives there, and so mm. I just the whole everybody's there. I think it's awesome. But if I like went to Vancouver, like 
either way, like Adam would be there. There's great clients at his gym, people I love working out with, and there's such good energy there too. So I think whatever I choose is going to be beneficial either way. What, do you know that kid um, that trains with uh, Jessica Griffith? Um, he's a boy, Ty. Ty. Ty, yeah. Jenkins. Where does he train? Ty Jenkins. I don't know. Oh. I just know him from the games. Oh, are you friends with him? Uh, I wouldn't say we're like friends. He's a nice person. I don't really like talk to him much though. Because I was just thinking, may maybe it seems like there's been some great duos who are men and women competing so that they're, they could compete, but not like make the wheels fall off the bus. Do you have people that you compete with at Fort Vancouver? Like do you have people that you can compete with? Oh yeah, for sure. There are. Okay. Mm -hmm. Do you like that? Yeah. Do I do. People, yeah. Okay. No, no, not matchmaking. Not matchmaking. No, 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 no. I know what you mean. I know. What you not, mean. not matchmaking. Wouldn't dare. You got it. You got a uh, mom and dad for that. <laughs> um, uh, Your you, your parents are they um uh helicopter parents at all? How do, how do you how do you think your parents kept you on the straight and narrow? Why 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 haven't why haven't you gotten into uh, distractions, whatever those be? Like I, why I, why I, aren't you why aren't you vaping? Oh, <laughs> don't vape, please do not. I would never, trust <laughs> me. Yeah. Good, why, why, how did your parents keep you from vaping? I don't. They never even like told me not to. Yeah. Okay. Good. I just like. I have one goal in mind, and that is to be the best CrossFitter I can be. And doing stuff like that is obviously taking me away from that. And so you'll never get back. By the way, you'll never. You're so smart. I just want to emphasize for anyone who's listening: once you vape, you're fucked. Yeah. You'll never go back because the damage is done. Yeah, it's done. And people are like, just one time. I'm like, no. Like, yeah, I no. will not do it. Will not. Nothing. Yeah. Yeah. You'll only wonder when you're older, what if I didn't do that? How good yeah. could I have been? Right. Yeah. And I just think like vaping. Okay. Let me ask some. Let me ask some. What about tattoos? Do you have any tattoos? No, I don't, but I want to get some. Oh, shit. Okay. So your parents aren't perfect. Okay. <laughs> I, feel, I feel a little better. Okay. I feel a little better. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't say they're helicopter parents. They're definitely like. Let's talk about if tattoos. I mess up, they're scary, but no, can we? Can, what if we do this? What if? What if we do this for tattoo? What if we do this? What if we say you can't get a tattoo? What if we reward you? Get a tattoo when you win the games. That way, it's a reward. Huh. Like, what are you? What are you getting at that? I'm just saying that there's no rush. <laughs> there's no rush. Oh. There's no like. Yeah, so don't no get. Rush. Yeah, don't get a tattoo. Just wait. Like, get it like a um. You know, like wait until um. Uh, like you win and that way it's like really like now you like oh my god if I win the games I get to get a tattoo yeah I mean and then you probably wouldn't even want to win a tattoo you'd be like shit what if the ink makes me like fucks up my training I, yeah I know but I mean I think it's fine <laughs> it is alright Um, you have any superstitions no go ahead you're gonna say something about tattoos I want to hear oh I was just gonna say like I'm not gonna get one right now because Chances are I'm not going to like it in a couple years because there was things like two years ago that I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to get that. And now I look back and I'm like, thank the Lord. I did not <laughs> do that. <laughs> so yes. what were you thinking? Like, what were you thinking? Like your truck know. really big on your back? Like a huge <laughs> yeah. your truck? Doing a burnout? Like smoke. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, not that. <laughs> I don't know. But 
I think I just need to give a little more thought. But I definitely do want to get yeah. something. How how so let's 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 assume that the premise that um your parents how do you think that how, what do you think your parents did that helped guide you or kept you in a state where you, in the state of mind and in the state of life that you're in what qualities or what things do you think that they did did they give you space did they ask questions were they bossy were they strict did, did they lead by example what do you think I'm not even saying in detail way, like obviously you got into weightlifting because they set that example, but what do you think it is? What qualities made it so you didn't drift off, that you don't have a tattoo, that you're not sneaking out at night, that you're not vaping, that you're not, um, is there anything you can think of that? Um, I mean, I feel like I'm just a very like self motivated and driven person. Like they weren't like always up in my business. Like I don't, even think they really like checked my grades or anything and like i don't know i just feel like i i got it all under control myself so i don't think i mean the, so they gave you space to build yeah. confidence they gave you space to build confidence yeah i mean if i if i screwed up they'd for sure let me know but can you give me an example of what that would look like oh i don't know i haven't really gotten in trouble really no you, i do no. have life 360 on my phone <laughs> You do have what? Life 360. It's like a a tracker. Oh, oh, so they can see where you are. They can see where I'm at. Oh, yeah, yeah. Your dad, that's smart. Your dad's smart. Yeah. He ever been like, hey, what were you doing over there? No. See, that's smart, too. I don't, I don't go to crazy places. <laughs> yeah, that's smart, too. Like, I'm I wondering. out with my close group of friends. I, I just, I'm not a big, like, like big party person. Mm -hmm. Like, I definitely like to have fun, but like with a smaller group of friends. Would they come to your house or would you, has your dad, have your mom and dad made your house? Like one of the things that parents talk about is, is make your house the house where all the kids want to come. Like have the um, pool, the pool table, be the cool parents, have the fridge full of food, that shit. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't say like a lot of the times my friends come over here. We kind of bounce around everywhere though. So is your dad a pilot? No. Oh, okay. I saw you like with this thing in a plane, and I was like, "Huh, I wonder." Oh, oh, oh look, Braylon, Braylon Tender, fitness competitor. Uh, dear Trista, I have one spot open for a female athlete to join my camp this year. The offer expires on February eighteenth. Please let me know. If you're <laughs> Use code Susa for fifty percent off. <laughs> <laughs> Just a straight up pitch. This is a weird. This is a weird show, Trista. Sorry. That's all right. There's people always now. trying to put you. I apologize that one of the listeners is trying to poach you from Adam Knifer. I, I apologize. Fine. It's fine. fine. They're not going to get me. Has, has I'm any. Sorry. Oh, you mentioned you have an agent. Yeah. Daniel Robbins. I don't know who that is, but how does that work? How does, does he reach out to your mom and dad? Like, no. Like, he, how did you, how did you find an agent? How did, oh, how did you interact with him? Agent he what? He was Justin's agent, and obviously we were super close with Justin and like that side. So it just kind of fell into place. And you're you were in Idaho working out one day, or he was at Fort Vancouver, and he's like, I think he was at Fort Vancouver when I first met him. It was for um twenty twenty two quarterfinals. I think is when I first met him. And and do you, do you, when he tries to talk to you, you're like, um, no, talk to my dad. No, I love no. talking. Oh. 
Like, oh. yeah. I mean, he definitely does talk to my dad. Some Sometimes he'll, like, ask, like, very important questions. And I'm like, can you talk to my parents, please? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. Smart. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. Yeah, have them always talk to your dad. Yeah. Always. They they got it under control. And um, and what's he do for you? Like, what what's an agent do? Like, what are some of the things? Like, he's like, hey, I can make you some money if you wear these shoes. And you're like, okay. Or if you sign this poster, yeah. I can make you money. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, he, like, works with, like, the brands I work with. Or, like, talks to them and just gets all that set up. He's like, I call him a professional problem solver because, like, I don't know. We, we have, like, flight problems to, like, get to the competitions or whatnot. And he's like, all right, like, stay calm. I'll fix it. And, like, he just, like, he's so smart. He knows what he's doing. Oh, that, I, you know, I have one of those, too. I call her um, my wife. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not married, so I can't. I call her Haley. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah, that's awesome. Hey, that's the best description I've heard for a manager. That's exactly what you want. Mm -hmm. like, he's the best. You want it so when you get your too. like if you get your hotel and they put you in the wrong room, you don't even you don't even talk to the person at the counter. Like I won't even do that. I'll be like, uh, I'm on the 15th floor. They're like, no, sorry, you're on the second floor. And I'll just be like, hold on, my wife wants to talk to you. <laughs> fucker, yeah. take that. Like, uh, talk to my wife. To yeah, you're in big trouble. Talk to my wife. <laughs> my wife will be, and my wife always fixes it. I hand my yeah. cell phone. Yeah. Yeah. Damn, that's awesome. Okay, and um. So you have an agent and you have good parents and you have a good training partner and you have a good coach and you took the level one. You you got like, man, you, you have like everything under control. Let's talk about like the, 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 Oh, sorry. Uh, Braylon doesn't want to give up. Um, at my men's <laughs> elemental fitness seminar, we talk about providing solutions instead of problems. Oh, it's <laughs> <laughs> uh, just on point. Um, so you're, you're, you are 18 and I'm 51. That makes us, uh, uh, look at, she just like wince. She's like, Oh shit. Yeah. 30, so yeah. Ugh. It's like, damn. Yeah. I don't have any teeth falling out yet, but soon, uh, 30, I'm 33 years older than you. The world was a different place when I grew up. Like there were things that like, like we didn't even have, like there wasn't Facebook or there wasn't YouTube or there wasn't there were the phones were attached to the wall shit like that people you do they still use microwaves yeah okay i don't have one but, yeah. but I, they had microwaves uh, okay. microwaves came when i was like in high school and everyone was like holy shit this is crazy um they came when you were in high school yeah <laughs> all of a sudden overnight it was crazy trista all of a sudden overnight you walked into the grocery first the microwave came and then overnight there was there were two aisles in the grocery store that was just microwavable shit that never existed before <laughs> it was like it just like took over it was so weird that is, it was that is weird to think about hey and on every store there used to be places where you would go and rent movies on every corner really? in every city oh it was nuts it's called it was blockbuster nuts. yeah i feel like I a better one it's yeah, Washington. There's probably one left in the world. It's probably in your. It town. is. I think it's in Oregon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you can rent it as an Airbnb. So, Wait, yeah, yeah. Oh, I think. Wow. Uh, so when when I was a kid, this is the only way I can understand it. Bear with me. When I was a kid, the pressure I felt was uh, fr from my peer group at my school. 
right? So if if I like I showed up to school in my 1977 um, uh, uh, Volkswagen Rabbit. You know what that is? It's like a girl car. Just you know what a cabriolet is? I drove anyway. It I had to just deal with those kids laughing at me. <laughs> just those kids, right? <clears throat> when you now you're you the whole world can laugh at you. Yeah. Through social media. And I'm always tripping on how you guys process that. And and but but it's also all you know, so I don't even know if you. Oh. That's. But I drove a silver one. Mine was not like that's a GTI. That's way nicer than what I drove. But you would not. <laughs> oh mine. <laughs> I think um, that was a positive O. Uh, was that a positive O? That did you like that car? No. Uh, no. All right, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. That's what I mean. I, got... I probably don't yeah. like it. <laughs> so. I don't know what I'm, I don't know. Do you have any perspective on social media? Do you have any, or do you think that maybe you don't even have perspective because it's all you've ever known? Like what, what's, what are your uh, thoughts on this, on so many people being able to weigh in on Trista Smith? Yeah. Well, people can be mean, people can be mean, but I, I don't care. <laughs> like, I feel like I have pretty tough skin. So what they say, I don't even know. How did you get there? How did you get to, I don't care. I don't know. I, I just generally don't care what people think of me. I feel like like I'm I got my life pretty much under control. So like people's comments, like they're not true. And I don't know. I don't have a lot of like mean people in my comments. I will say my dad likes to respond to mean comments. <laughs> I bet he does. Yeah. With the shotgun but, too. Yeah. <laughs> But I don't really deal with that, and I don't know. I have a pretty good mindset, so I don't. They don't bug me. How, how do you? Can you tell me how you don't care? If you, do you, do you let the nice compliments affect you? I'm like, the nice oh. comments. I mean, yeah. I'll be like, oh my gosh, you're so sweet. But I don't know. I don't really pay attention much to the comments. I mean, I get a lot of DMs, but ignore all those too. Yeah. Ignore all of it. Mm, yeah. Let your agent I, do almost. it. <laughs> yeah. Good. Good. People. Are hey. Fucking. How, how? What? So. So your Instagram. Instagram just has a big request mm. folder, right? Like for DMs. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and then, do you ever even go in those? Yeah, I love to go through them. I think they're very interesting. So you go through them, and you're just like, do you just hit I mean, accept as fast as you can? Read it, accept, read it, accept, read it, accept. So you well, can, I don't like, have to hit accept. I can just yeah. read. Yeah, yeah. Oh, then how do you know? You don't. I I just accept them all to get that number down to zero. Oh. Doesn't that number drive you crazy that it's not zero? I mean, I don't like when there's like notifications, but I also don't want to like open them up. I could delete them, but I also want to read them. Right. So it's fine. Um, is that where um are there potential sponsors in there? Possibly, but like I have my agent's email, like in my Instagram oh, email okay. button right. or whatever. So I like if they want to sponsor me, they can talk to him. Right, right. Um, I don't have an agent, so people have to DM me and go through my request. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, actually, that's the or and then and then I just say, please talk to Matt Souza <laughs> right away. Please, please don't talk to me. Please don't talk to me. Uh, 
I, I I'm trying. I'm trying. Do you do you think you're going to be able to keep that up, um, so that you're not affected by the comments? I, yeah. I bring this up because we saw we we're seeing what's happening to the, there's this enormous pressure. I feel like I I don't I haven't spoken to them directly about it, but I feel like what happened to Mal and Haley is just an enormous amount of pressure, and that that pressure I have to guess comes from social media. Definitely some of it, I'd say. I don't just because it's so many people having access to you. Yeah, I mean, they definitely have a big following, so that could be part of it. But I don't really know. And and, and do, do you you seem pretty confident in your ability to keep that at bay? But but do you keep an eye on it also? Like, okay, do you is, do you check in with yourself? What do you mean check in with myself? Like, like do, let's say if someone does write something that's not nice and it affects you, will you will you be like, oh shit, wow. Okay, Trista, uh, Trista uh, time to go uh, do a hundred burpees uh, and, and, and slap yourself around. Well, I mean, you let, you let I'm like that one. better something. I'm like really Trista, like get it together. You're fine. <laughs> like I'm not yeah. one to just go like lay in bed, feel sorry for myself. Like I'm not like a depressed type person. Mm. Like if I'm sad, I'm like get up. You're fine. <laughs> Okay, so you, you you so you do it, and those are the tools you use if there is ever any funk. You do talk yeah. to yourself, and honestly, you know what really, like, I think this is what really made my mindset like this is hanging out with the boys at school. They're like, they're crazy. Like, they do not care what people think about them. They're like, they're like blowing duck calls everywhere they go, like around school. Like, they don't care, <laughs> and so like. I got, I get upset about something. They're like, Trista, why? Like, it's not worth your energy. It's not worth your time. Like, who cares what people think of you? You're fine. And I just don't think anything's that deep to care enough. It's interesting. You say, it's interesting you say that because obviously boys and girls are significantly different. And the stuff that I've just heard other people talk about is, is that girls are significantly more because they're more observant and have more empathy, I guess those are the presuppositions that because they're more observant and have more empathy, they're more affected by social media. So they, they see more and it hits them harder because they're open. But what you're saying is that you've learned from these um, ignorant boys. I mean, ignorant in the most complimentary way, because uh, <laughs> ignorance is bliss that you've noticed like, Hey, my friends are really happy and having fun. How do they do it? Oh, they don't care what other people think. Yeah. Okay, I like that. They don't care. Yeah. Yeah. And so if I can, if I, in the I don't care state and you're a good person, so your, your I don't care mode doesn't involve hurting other people. That's, I mean, no. that's the problem. Yeah. No, not at all. You're not out robbing stores or beating people. <laughs> you're just no, making I, duck calls. Your I don't care is making duck calls. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there definitely comes like a point where you're like, things do matter, but. Most of the time, it doesn't. So, how yeah. are you going to keep those dudes around you when you graduate? How are you going to keep? You're already losing them by not one time. How are you? Yeah. How are you going to keep that? It sounds like you need that team. Yeah, I mean, I feel like we're all super close, and so, and they're actually all younger than me. <laughs> um, they're juniors. I'm a senior, but yeah, I mean, we're all so close. So I think we'll stay in touch. Does, does everybody? Want, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead, Susan. I was just going to ask, is everybody aware at school, like, what you do? And do they, like, hear, oh, this is the CrossFit girl, and then they go to your Instagram, and like, holy shit. Like, I mean, are I they think aware? I'm not friends with a ton of people at my school, outside, like, my little circle. 
but I think a lot of people know about like what I do. Yeah, and then like my friends definitely respect it too. How how did you meet? How do you meet friends with boys who are juniors if you're a senior? Where do you meet them? Um, we were just like in a bunch of classes together, and like obviously like they're interested in this same stuff I'm interested in. I think that's so cool. And I I don't know. I just <laughs> they're so fun. So like obviously I want to be with them. I thought you were going to say you met them at the like the auto repair shop or something or like at uh, <laughs> I mean, a we grand. Did. What we are what? At auto repair, but we had like a welding class together, and like I was like, you took a welding like, class, of course you did. <laughs> yeah, um, it was a couple years ago, but I had like a bunch of ad classes, and so that's like where I met them. Um, when did your dad give you reign over um, your own social media? How old were you? Uh, I think I got Instagram when I was like. Mm, like 13 i don't know and, and and did he did he would he look at it would he check it i mean not like through my phone i i didn't do anything like really bad no no but i'm i'm not worried about you i'm worried about the outside world oh i mean no they would never like take my phone and check it do they t have they talked to you just about the outside world 13 seems so young god i god for girl to have instagram or anyone to have instagram yeah i know i totally get it but <clears throat> i don't know i think they just like know who i am and like mm -hmm. she's fine yeah. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not gonna like get into any trouble with anyone right or, or, or um I, I just saw this movie that um kids use that snapchat's like um, uh, do you use snapchat no no oh okay that, that i think that's a healthy sign that you don't use snapchat all the shit i hear about snapchat is bad it's no i know like yeah, I never hear any good story. Not one. Like Instagram, you're like, oh, I put this on there and got rich. And it's Snapchat's like, I put this on here and got drugs and went to jail. It's like, oh. Well. I know. No, my parents never let me have Snapchat, but like I. Oh, I, wait, tell me that. Your dad didn't let you have Snapchat. They did not. Yeah. All right. Now we're they now we're not. getting to something. All right. Now There's the line. We found it. Care, like I just think. I don't care either. I'm proud of your dad. I don't, I don't really know. Like. I don't care if your feelings were hurt either. I'm glad you have it. <laughs> That could have changed I your whole life. It's like a waste of, I don't really know how it works. You just like send pictures back and forth, but I think it's just like a waste of time. And well, I think because I, stuff, of it. I think because stuff disappears there, it allows people to be more cavalier and do crazy shit. But I, I, we had a guy on Trista who made a movie about fentanyl use. Mm -hmm. And basically that kids were just using Snapchat to get drugs. And so they felt safe. Oh getting drugs on there because the messages <laughs> messages disappear yeah 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 that's crazy all right well i'm I'm stoked to have you on when i had you on i thought this was going to be some sort of huge publicity push for the level one for young people to start <laughs> taking i thought you're like oh my god it changed my life well, but you're uh, you're I mean, like I you're an old soul <laughs> compared to me but... Not too late too late i already know you felt like it's a waste of time i did <laughs> not say that no okay fine all right hey did you take the test yeah. Was it hard? It was very hard. Okay, good. I'm scared to take the test. Yeah. Oh, you never taken the test? No. Oh, bye, Trista. Well, nice talking to you. Oh, hey, she's back. How? So you'll? So now you'll get off and you'll go Wait, eat a bowl of cereal. So you'll get off this. I can't uh, hear you. How about now? Uh oh. Uh oh. She might have to leave and come back. Hey. Hi. Can you hear I us? can't hear you. No, you can't. Oh. oh. 
Maybe she was on her phone and got a call. Oh, I'll watch this. I'm going to kick her off and see. Do you think she'll just come back on if I just kick her off? Let's see. I hope. Maybe. We'll leave, we'll leave a spot open for her. I think, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Are you ending the show? I don't know. Was this your car? Hey, dude, that went a thousand times better than I thought it was going to. Yeah, she's you awesome. Never... No, no. Nice try, though. Mm. Mine was not that nice either. You're getting mm. close, though. Wait, but is she going to come back? I don't think she I knows to so. come back. I don't oh, think she knows. Yeah. I don't think she knows. Uh, Do you, Are you going to text her? Are you coming back? No, just Click tell her to come back. Just hit, hit the link again. Yeah. It'll... You can't end it like that. She's great. Yeah, dude, it can't be easy to come on here and be 18. No, but she's sounds like she's got a good group of people surrounding her and definitely has her head on straight. Dude, I got a pimple. I haven't had a pimple on my nose and my face is oily. Wow. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. Oh, there look, she there she is. There she is. Let's see. Hi. We're back. Yes. We're back. I don't know what happened. <laughs> hey, so the show will be over now. And you'll will you just like go eat a bowl of cereal and then jump in your truck and drive to school? I mean, I probably won't eat cereal, but yep. That's Crazy. Fun. I'll go in the house and some little boy will be like, wipe my ass, I'm on the toilet. <laughs> and I'll be like, oh God. Just is driving to school right now. <laughs> We're just kids. Yeah. Oh. It's all those steroids. No, I'm not on steroids. My skin has gotten oily again. I don't know what's going on. I feel like I'm 18 again. My skin got oily and I got a pimple. I think it's because of the weather. I think we, we have, we're having, are you having shitloads of rain up there? We're having so much rain in California. It's nuts. I'm having a lot of rain. I hate the rain too. I'd much rather it be like cold and like snowing, but. You, do you put your, do you put your truck in four wheel drive mode? Yeah. If it's snowing. Do you get out and you have to, do you have, you have to get out and turn the thing on the tire? No. You can do yours inside. I can do it inside. Crazy. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. If you weren't such a hard worker, I'd say you're spoiled, but you're such a hard worker. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, please tell your mom and dad I said hi. I look forward to meeting I them. will. They've done an amazing job. You're so cool. You did you did so good even for uh like someone who's not 18. You did amazing. Thank you for coming <laughs> on. Yeah. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. What year were you born? 1997. 1984. 2005. Fucking crazy. <laughs> amazing yeah all right girl have a good day um you too congratulations on being such an amazing human keep up the hard work keep your head strong and, and just always tell yourself that everything on social media is a lie because it is yeah noted, noted. all right girl have a good one you're <laughs> the best you. ciao and there was two dang Judy Reed, uh, future is bright for Trista, says Judy. Amazing interview and a kid. Yeah, crazy. Yeah, definitely. One of the comments wrote, this is unwatchable. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Have you? How many 18-year-olds have you talked to? This was, but, I, th yeah. I was, thought it was fascinating. I thought it was cool because everybody else jumped in. They're like, bye, leave then. It's like, yeah, I thought she did fantastic. It's yeah, not easy even, being on her end. Even David Weed, I think, defended her a little bit. Yeah. Dude, this arm thing's tripping me out. So tell me what happened. You fell asleep on you fell asleep on the plane, and then when I you woke think... up, you were someone someone injected your arm with fentanyl. <laughs> I don't think it was because the plane. Because now I remember when you asked that, I was like, yeah, but I I realized like 
my whole back of my shoulder and everything was super tight. And I can't tell if it was because it was like just holding the camera like this, like all weekend or just like moving it around a ton. Yeah. And so I went, I got on the plane, the first plane, and I went to go put the bag up into the, my bag up into the overhead. And I was like, fuck, my right arm isn't really working. It feels like it's like asleep. Like it's got like no, like, like I'm being serious. This is like taking a lot of concentration to like reach it up. I've never had anything like that happen before, but I could feel how tight it is up here, like crazy tight. So I bet you have no problem jerking off with that hand. I bet you like it heals. No, because I'm, I'm underneath. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but, but Just overhead. Get... <laughs> oh, so if you were jerking off a giant, you couldn't do it. Fucked. Yeah, it would not work. Yeah. All right. Not work at uh, all. I'm gonna need a standy. Oh, why my shoulder <laughs> fucked up? Yeah, and then you know what happened? Grace pulled this maneuver last night. I don't even know why. And all of a sudden, she's like, "Hey, we're, let's switch sides of the bed." Oh, interesting. And I'm like, I don't want to. No, I don't want to. Like, I, I want to sleep on my side of the bed. I turned like yeah. all my stuffs over here, and she was like, yeah. "I thought she was joking," but then she was like, "Fucking adamant about it." And then I was like, "Adamant about not switching," and I was like, "Are we gonna get into like an argument over this?" So I was like, "You know what? Fine, I'll just sleep on this side of the bed." I'm not gonna lie, I didn't really like it that much. I feel out of sorts. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you. Come what didn't home, you like? I understand the. I, what didn't you like about it? Dude, it just feels out of routine. Like when you're gone for four days in a hotel, yeah. like I want to yeah. come back and be in my fucking yeah. spot, like yeah. on my side of the bed. And she was like, what, what was her reason? She wanted to get out of the routine. She just wanted to try something new. I don't. She was like, well, you got to have this spot for three years. And I was like, well, you fucking pick the spot. <laughs> <laughs> so you put me there. Now I'm used to it. So and wait a So you left town and came back. And there were some big changes in your house. Yeah, I'm not a fan. I I got that's like, crazy. I, was, I started to get so worked up that I was like, you "Dude, know move the silverware drawer, fucker." That's what I was gonna do. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you know what? I'm gonna rearrange some shit. Oh shit! Uh, and she was so so. Usually, I post. I'm gonna this do on. that to my wife too. See what happens. Just my, my wife, not not because she. I mean, my wife would just do it. Dude, it was, but I'm just gonna do it just because I'm a dick. So usually she'll like move That's to my great. side of bed. I get up, I get up pretty early and stuff for for the gym and things like that. Although today I got to sleep in. I want to do that to my mom. I want to go to my mom's house and switch switch two drawers around while she's taking a shitter and there's taking a shower. <laughs> just for, <laughs> for world. She'll like, did you move my drawers? I'll be like, uh uh-uh. uh, mom, are you okay? No. Okay, sorry. Sorry. But go a little ahead. change is good. Um, right. No, so she usually will, like, I'll get up in the morning and I'll head to the gym. And then, like, by the time I – because I'll usually lay out my clothes and put it in the bathroom so that way I could go there and shut the door. It doesn't bother her, right? And then I'll come out, and then usually she's, like, kind of migrated over to my side of the bed. And when I leave for places, she'll usually sleep over there. And, by the way, I post, post this on my Instagram. There was this huge fucking kitchen knife that she always has over there and her keys. Because she's like, this is my line of defense. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stab and then jump out the window and run to my car. <laughs> Uh, what if she accidentally grabs that? Like, and stabs me? Yeah, that's why we, That's why she doesn't have a gun. Because <laughs> she would freak geez. out. Like, my, my, my wife woke up uh, this morning, and she goes, and first thing she says, oh, my God, I'm so glad that was a dream. And I'm like, oh, shit, must have had a nightmare or something, right? Well, what if she had a knife and, and like, stabs, like, oh, man, I can't believe well, she keeps I a knife by her bed. I'd be scared. I, I put oh, it you away. did put it back. Not, oh, oh, of good. course. It's only when I'm not home does that thing. And also, oh, whenever, oh, oh, only when you're not home. Okay, okay. Yeah. So it's funny because we'll go to places and I'm always like, like a hotel or if we're staying at Airbnb <laughs> and I'm like, okay, you could, you know, where do you want to sleep? Because she's like particular yeah. part of the bed. And she's like, well, you're going to sleep there because it's closest to the door. 
So okay. that way, if any, if any serial killers come in, this was actually like a joke. I forget the name of the comedian. She's like, because if any serial, serial killers come in, like you're you're going to be there first. And yeah. I was like, yeah, but most likely there's going to be a fire before there's a serial killer. And I'm getting my ass out of there first. <laughs> that was a stolen joke from a comedian, by the way. But um, yeah, so she always does that. So she picks the spots. I'm like, okay. And then like, and then I just came home last night and she flipped my world upside down. She's like, you got to sleep on that side. It's like, fuck. You got to find out why. We got to find out why. Yeah, we get all all pin her down more on it, but she literally like just kept saying like, "Well, because I want to try it." <laughs> I was like, "Why?" <laughs> Greg bought this. Um, uh, this is like 15 years ago. He bought Haley a titanium ice pick. Oh shit! And I hadn't seen it in 15 years. And there was like some like death to Jews like day in the United States, you know, a few months ago. Mm-hmm. And she was taking the boys to a skate park. And she came home and like, I looked in her purse for the keys or something. And I see the fuck, I see this ice titanium ice pick. I haven't seen in 15 fucking years. I'm like, Oh, I didn't know you carried this with you. She goes, I don't. She's like, but it was kill a Jew day. <laughs> you know? So I fucking took this to the park <laughs> in case anyone thought I was, they were going to kill me. I was going to fucking stick them. <laughs> stick them with an ice pick. I was like, damn, bitch. <laughs> Dude, I tell you what, that chick is strong. If she fucking, you better not be some fucking scrawny fucking hobby. You better fucking, if you're going to come from my wife, you better. Yeah, because not only she got that pick, but she's fucking fit and strong. Yeah, this bitch is fucking a handful. Anyway, I thought it was cool. I was like, thank you, Greg. <clears throat> Braylon Tender. Oh, next thing you know, she'll say, I think I want to have another man join us. Straight from ice pick to more cock in the bed. Interesting. <laughs> that's, that's step number 12 of his uh, camp. Yeah. <laughs> problem, Bernie Gannon, problem solver. <laughs> that was right. good. She was fun. Oh, she was great. That, I, God, I, she was great. That could have gone horribly wrong. I did. That could have gone horribly wrong. Hey, I want to show you this. Um, I want to show you guys what a world-class douchebag is. I, Chicago, Chicago's got to be one of the... It's got to be one of the top five biggest cities in the United States, right? Yeah. This is their fucking mayor, dude. You won't believe the shit... You thought Lori Lightfoot was bad? This guy is this guy is horrible. Victim woke racist mayor. <laughs> why, why do people hire why do people um uh elect racist people in these why are the big towns always electing all the racist people? I don't get it. You won't you won't you're not going to believe yeah. what he says. You're not even going to believe what he says here. Look look at the people in the look at uh, uh at least, at least he's somewhat good looking. Look at the other people on the stage. What? Yeah. What is that yeah. thing in the a back right? Yeah. It's like a monster. <laughs> but he does look good. I yeah, he looks give good. him that. Yeah. Yeah. He needs to. He probably needs to exercise a little. He a looks little a little bit soft. More. He looks high yeah, in the yeah, estrogen. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Here we go. You won't even believe. Is that a transgender flag behind him? What is that thing? That thing with the blue stripe on it. Um, I don't think that's a transgender flag, but maybe it's the state okay. flag. I don't know. Fuck. Yeah, look at let's look at some of the comments. Victim woke racist mayor typical. This guy's mayor and acts like a victim when he has to do mayor things. 
um, uh, translation, me first, I'll take care of me, mine, and when I feel like it, uh, I'll take care of you. Democrats need illegals to replace voters. Absolute clown show. I'm just a white guy reading the comments. And people actually clap for this shit like he made a good point. Oh, what does him, him, his wife, and his kids being black have to do with the question? Mm. Chicago literally asks for it. They're obsessed with their race. Dude, nobody cares. Just do your job. No Victimhood shit. mentality. What, net, what, who votes for these fucking people? Okay, here, here we go. This is, it's just disgusting. Here we go. I have children who attend schools who have soccer games, y'all. You know, you all are asking me as if I'm not a parent in this city. I get it. I'm mayor. I get it. But you're asking me to. I hated the people I worked with who used their wife and kids as excuse. Mm. Like, just say no. I Like, I don't care about your wife's work party, your kid's birthday. I Like, like shut the fuck up. You sound like you're using your kid as an excuse. You sound like you're holding your kid up. Like if there was a, a a shooter entered the room, you would hide behind your wife and kids. Stop hiding behind your wife and kids. Do what you want to do. Give you a date. And I have to court. Do you understand that you have not had a mayor like me? I get that. I have a wife. I have children. They have schedules. And plus, we still have public safety that we have to address. We still have the unhoused that we have to address. I still have a budget that I have to address. Unhoused. And I'm doing all of that. With a black wife raising three black children on the west side of the city of Chicago. I am going to the border as soon as possible. Oh, wow. wow. I have children. Dude, you're a fucking public servant. Hey, in, in, I just want to say this in, in, in hindsight to watching Dave's weekend review, like you, you, you don't get it. You don't sniff any of that from Dave. No, no. Like the only time you ever hear him talk about his kids is, uh, my, my daughter beat me in a 5k. Right. Dude, it's like, it's a hard being a black man with a black wife with three black kids. It's so hard. Well, that's the, bitch. um, that's you the whole problem bitch. right now. We're not, we're it's, uh, I was just listening to a thing with uh, Patrick Matt David, and he was like, "The biggest thing is like we need a hero making machine." It's gone. Yeah, that guy's a that guy's a Middle Eastern fucking guy that came here with nothing. Mm -hmm. No one wanted him to succeed. You think it's fucking hard being black? Try being fucking Middle Eastern in the la in the United States in the last thirty years. Yeah, or what if we even just take the whole entire race thing out of it? And what if we just say, "Hey, imagine being the kid." Wait, what did you say? What did you said, say? What if we take just the take the whole entire race thing out of all of it? Now you're and, ridiculous. And, and just focus on context and you'd be like, oh, wow, here we have this 18 year old kid whose parents are fucking scumbags, but he's still now working two jobs and bought some books for his younger sister. Um, so that way she could finish school and has a better and has has an options. And this guy's putting everything on his back. Like, go find me that kid. and Let's fucking talk about him and make him a hero. Go find right. me the cop that ran into the burning right. building or the firefighter that ran into the burning building and saved the family and, and did a selfless act like we don't that now is is. If you talk about that or you talk about heroes or anything like that or what or what people are doing to to better their lives or better the people around them, it's like it's like taboo. But if you want to talk about someone, you don't understand my mental place right now. It's so bad. And I, I just, uh, I'm a victim. And it's like then people are like, yeah, we want to hear more about that. I hate that shit. victim shit. Um, reporter asked him about his border plans. Uh, so uh, I'll, I'll do it. Um, uh, 
Mayor Cuck, Mayor Racist Cuck, what are your plans for uh, addressing the border? Chicago's being overrun by uh, illegal aliens. Who attends no. have soccer games, y'all? You know, you all. I'm not a parent in this city. I get it. I'm mayor. I get it. But you're asking. No, 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 Mr. Mayor. I'm asking you about the border. I'm asking you about the border, not whether you have semen that can make kids. No, the border, sir. Asking me to give you a date, and I have to court. Do you understand that you have not had a mayor like me? I get that. I have a wife. I have children. They have yeah. And plus, we still have public safety that we have to address. We still have the unhoused that we have to address. I still have a budget that I have to address. And I'm doing all of that with a black wife raising three black children on the west side of the city of Chicago. I am going to the border as soon as possible. I, have I would have had a follow-up question for him, and I would say, Mayor, after hearing all that, do you think you're at the time and in your life and, and position to actually serve the public to the fullest ability? Because it sounds like you're overwhelmed and your schedule's overextended. And then have, like, see what he had to do with that. You know what I mean? Like, address it as the fact of being like, hey, I understand all that. Maybe, maybe this isn't a good job placement for you. Do you think hey. you're still capable of the job because you got soccer yeah. games and you're victimizing your children and wife? Um, uh, you know, uh, Philip Kelly, imagine telling your boss that shit. Exactly. <laughs> imagine, imagine, imagine uh, you guys are going to have to really use your imagination here. Imagine Don Fall. Uh, I work at CrossFit and Don's my boss. He's like, Savon, the behind the scenes was supposed to be out already. Listen, listen, Donnie. Listen, you've never, you've never worked with anyone like me, Donnie. You never work with anyone with me. I have a Jew wife, Ashkenazi wife, three boys, three Jew boys. You never work with anyone like me. You know what I have to do? I have to coordinate the behind the scenes with Avi doing fucking skateboarding. You've never worked like with anyone like me. I got a Jew wife. Jew wife. I got three Jew kids. Imagine that in this day and age. By the way, I would say that uh, you could go farther with a, oh, I was going to say a black wife than a Jew wife, but maybe not. Jews are fucking gnarly. You could do a lot with them. They could, my wife could manifest anything. Um, uh, um, Listen to this. This guy, Ricky Guerrero, writes, some blacks uh, love using the race card for everything. I don't care about the blacks using it. It's the fucking whites I'm tired of using it. Uh, who? The only thing worse than a black man feeling sorry for himself for being black is a white man demanding a black man feel sorry for himself for being black. You have to know that. And that's what it means to be a Democrat. They're demanding. They're demanding this behavior from black skinned people. They're demanding it. You must, if you don't play, the, if you're a Democrat, they, and you and you see a black man and he's not playing the victim, they will tell you you're not black. That I can't make this shit up. I know, I know, I feel like I'm crazy saying it, but I'm not. There's endless examples of it. Endless. Cover the LA Times. They did it to Larry Elder. Joe Biden did it. That episode of Law and Order. <laughs> right. Right. You know what I'm talking about with that? that yes. That, that the woman was like that got raped or whatever. And then, yeah, the like, woman got raped. Wanna, yeah. Yeah. I have the luxury still, of going to therapy. He's <laughs> still, the he's fuck? still, yeah. He's still the victim, even though he raped me. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, what a tough time. It, it really, shit. it really is a tough time to be black because you have all these people fucking demanding you be act like a piece of shit. Dude, it's a tough time to just want to take personal responsibility. It's a tough if it's a tough time to be the hero for your family or your community. It's a tough time to be a positive contributor. It's a tough time to be a rational, logical thinker. This is what he's saying, right? Someone wrote, so apparently having a black wife and three black kids prevents him from doing his job and answering questions. That that that's the that's, that's the it. only logical takeaway. 
that's right. That's why that follow-up question would be so important about like, hey, maybe this job isn't for you if that you have all the soccer games going on. How we do it? I'm a 55-year-old white man with six grandchildren, and I'm tired, y'all. There's no one else like me. That's why I'm not doing my job. Damn, y'all. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's crazy. You have six grandkids, and you're 55? I have three kids, and I'm 51. <laughs> Trump. <laughs> anyway, it's crazy. It's just fucking nuts. Yeah. It's an interesting, <laughs> it's a very interesting time. Uh, Black John Young, thank you. I, I, cause I don't like oh to play God. the victim myself, but this is, this is just the truth, people. Uh, Sebon has it worst. He's black and Armenian with a Jewish family. I, I really, I just leave it at that. But you know, my, my problems are real. <laughs> my problems are real. Got into a debate with my mom last night. About what? about whether the she thinks that the show could be better if I was less crass. In my mom's how? defense, I, I brought in my defense more, more listeners. Oh. In, in 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 my mom's defense, I'm the one who brought it up. I don't think and and then she I will tell you this, she's probably probably going to get in trouble for saying this. And I was like it won't be better if it's crass, if it's less crass. And she says, well, it's and then she went to this. Well, it sucks. You think you have to make it crass in order for it to be good. I go, whoa, 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 whoa. I think you're just in denial of how crass your son really is. I'm not, I don't, I don't force this crassness. I, I was, I really re reeled in the crassness today with um, our guest today, whoever that. Uh, yeah, because you understand nuance really well. You're not going to have Trista on the girl. Here. Yeah, of yeah. course. And that's I felt not like she was like just a little girl. Like it was my daughter on the show. Well, when it started with her being like, well, I have school, and you were like, do you take the bag lunch? I was like, that puts it in perspective pretty quickly. Yeah, there, right? yeah. Her mom still, like, fucking draws a happy face on her peanut butter and jelly. Mm-hmm. My mom used to put a happy face on my brown bag. I loved it. It brought it brought me joy. <laughs> did, you, did your mom make you lunch, put it in a brown bag? Yeah, yeah. There is, like, it, it would go kind of back and forth depending yeah, on ebb and flow. jobs and stuff. Yeah, of course. Yeah, like, you yeah know, mine wasn't consistent either. We had like the bot lunch too, and then we definitely have like the packed lunches. And I love the packed lunches. My dad used to make them too. Uh, would um, no oh shit. If I stayed the night at my dad's house on a school night, the shit we would get would be just crazy. It would just be like a plastic. It would be like a plastic bag with like a piece of lachmajun in it and a slice of lemon. Do you know what lachmajun is? No, no. Lachmajun. Yeah, it'd be some weird. Yeah, be some weird shit. The other kids, I get beat up at school if my dad packed my lunch. You can't open yours inside a closed building because it smelled so bad. Is that yes, that yes, you had? yes, yeah. yes, yeah. yes? It's like really, there had to be three pounds of garlic on my lunch, so the other kids are making fun of me. <laughs> yes. Judy Reed, I wrote notes in their lunch till my kids told me to stop. Oh, that's fucking funny. It's funny because the the kids will look back <clears> and really like wish that they didn't tell you to stop at some point. Right. Yeah, Judy probably sent her kids just with a fucking Ziploc bag full of rice. <laughs> oh, shit. Ziploc bag full of rice. No wonder you... pool boy's so fucking wound up. My dad would make me grilled tri-tip sandwiches. I was the cool kid at school because of it, and everyone wanted to uh, some of my meat. Yeah. I remember every now and then you'd get like 
you'd come back with the McDonald's lunch or something. Like you would have some sort of appointment and you'd leave campus and have to come back halfway and you'd be the person carrying the, you got a, you got a happy meal. You got like a toy in your lunch. <laughs> Just ball it out on the other kids. It chopsticks. It's too funny. All right. What did we do? What, what did we do for, um, what did we do for, uh, what are we doing for tomorrow? What do you mean? Who do we have tomorrow? We we're just I, back I know on the same schedule. Um, okay, so we're doing Greg tomorrow. Yeah, I just figured we would just keep it flowing because the next two weeks it's kind of the <laughs> schedule is kind of packed. Mm-hmm. So we just got to reach back out to uh, Tommy Hackenbrook and Brooke Ents, and I will get them rescheduled, concluding this show. So they'll probably right. be my, in the next couple of weeks. My power went out, just so you know. So hey, so I'm going to show you this clip. And this is in my life. This has happened to me. Twenty. I've never done this to uh, anyone in my life, but this has happened to me. I was going to say twelve times, but this has happened to me like twenty times in my life. And I grew up in the Bay Area, so this this will explain to you maybe the way I am, the way I am. But this happened to me like twenty times in my life, and and I'm not saying it to feel sorry for myself. It just it was just. I grew up and this was just normal. Okay, I'm going to play this a few times. It's going to take a bunch of you guys a few times to see what the fuck's actually going on here. This one's a little hard to, to grasp, but you'll see. Okay, here we go. I just finished 6.25 mile run. Why do some people look so cute when they run? I mean, I've got my... Move, bitch! Get out of my fucking what? It's Black History Month! So, I just finished 6.25 mile run. Why do some people look so cute when they run? I mean, I've got my... Move, bitch! Get out of my fucking what? It's Black History Month. So I just finished 6.25 mile run. Why do some people look so cute when they run? I mean, I've got my. Move, bitch, get out of my fucking what? It's Black History Month. That's happened to me probably at least 20 times it, in different iterations. In different iterations. In different iterations. It's, Where it's, someone it's told fun. you to move, or they told you to move specifically because. No, it's black, black, black person fucking, black person fucking punks me because I'm white. I never oh. punked. I never punked anyone because of their skin color in my whole life. Never. But twenty times I've been punked like that. That guy walked by and goes, "Move, bitch! It's Black History Month." She's just on the sidewalk talking to her camera. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would have said that. I should have said that. I am black. I, w- one of the funniest ones was uh, I was in Berkeley and I was talking to two 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 of my friends and we were on the sidewalk and there was plenty of room to go around us. Plenty of room. We're in front of a coffee shop. And this black guy walks right in between all three of us and pushes us as he walks through. He goes, get the fuck out of the way, Donald Trump. <laughs> this was like in 2016 or 17. I bet you that guy votes for Trump this year. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The tides have changed. Dude, I have an interesting story. When I got dropped up, when I, I just at the health summit, I got there in the airport in the Uber driver. Please tell me some black dude punked you for being it, white. Please. It, tell well, me. it was a Mexican dude. But oh. um the Uber, I could see it circling around. And at the at the airport in Austin, there's a specific spot for like Ubers to go to and taxis and stuff. And he couldn't find it. So I'm like calling him and I'm like, hey, I'm just going to walk out to where arrivals are. Well, we go to leave the airport and you, there's very big clear signs that says like exit the airport this way, like go back into the loop this way. And he's like in this side. Then he like turns to go back into the loop. And I'm like, sir, you just you're looping back around again. He's like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm having trouble with this GPS. So then as we're coming back around the second time, he goes to pull over because he's having trouble with his GPS. But now my Uber side is off. Like it's no longer like we're no longer connected for the ride. 
And I'm like, hey, we're not connected for the ride. Like, how do we figure this out? And then he turns. And by the way, he was an older Asian dude. So I definitely would have thought this was like a threatening situation if it, if it wasn't for the fact that I was in the back seat and just would have fucked him up. But he was like, okay, well, do you have cash? And I was like, no, I don't have cash. And I was like, but I will Venmo you. Like, here's how much the price was. It was 25 bucks. You can still see it on the Uber app. Like, if you want to take me there. And so he's like, okay. And he starts to drive and he's like, well, I, I don't know. It's not, it's not connecting. It's not connecting. And I'm like, this is so weird. So he goes and then he gets off. Like he's headed outside of the airport now. I'm like, Hey dude, we're not connected. And I don't have any means to pay you. Like, how is this going to go? And he goes, okay. Yeah, you're right. He drives right us across the street, like, like underneath the freeway makes a right into where the Starbucks is and just stops. And they go, okay, so what am I, I'm getting out here. And he's like, yes, I don't know. It's not connecting blah, blah, blah. So I'm like, okay, fuck it. So I, I grab my you know, my roller bag and I got my backpack and I get out. He drives maybe up 200 yards and parks. And right as the car moves, I could see it directly across the street at the gas station. There's typical, like out of a Hollywood movie, like shaved head, cholo looking dudes hanging out, two cars parked like this. One of them yeah. is kind of like a, one of them is kind of like a, a, a low rider. And then what the city other, is this? This is Austin, Austin, Texas. And then mm -hmm. there's this other dude standing there with two dogs on a fucking chains. Oh yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Pimps. For sure, for, for sure, pimps. So if both I, of them I was just in like, Berkeley. I think they're pimps. Dude, they like look over at me, and I kind of see them, and I'm like, okay. And so I pay no mind. I like get on my phone. I'm trying to get another Uber, and then I hear him whistle, and I'm like, mm, well, there's only a couple of us out here, right? But there's some distance. I got like you know at least 150 feet, 200 feet between us. You know, why did you street. get out? Why didn't this guy just take you to your spot? Dude, because it, it like there was the communication was zero. It was like I didn't understand if he didn't speak English. Like he kept ignoring anything I would say. He kept just like pressing onto the GPS. And I was like, dude, you're not even on the Uber app anymore. Like it was just an impossible situation. And um, and so he I like how there's you, an Asian dude and a Mexican dude. I, like, and everyone's fulfilling their roles. Asian dude can't drive, Mexican dudes being <laughs> d-bags it's just fucking great Hood. i just love it so luckily i looked down right and i could see that there's an uber like just about this stoplight it's saying it's like 750 feet away or a thousand feet away mm -hmm. so i'm like okay so i press that one for it to for it to come and then i hear the guy whistle again and so i'm like okay i got two choices right and there's nobody inside this uh starbucks at all and i'm the only one in that parking lot and so i was like okay here's what i'm gonna do i'm just gonna stand closer to the sidewalk I'm not going to posture on him or that group, but I'm not going to fucking turn and move away because then that's right. going to be like, they know. So yeah. I, I stand up and I move a little bit closer to the edge and I'm just, and then I kind of stand a little bit taller and now I got my phone down and I got my head just up like this. Right. On and a I swivel. Yeah. 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 We go. So then he, then he whistles again and I hear the, hey, no mommy's way. And he starts to march over with the dogs. Oh shit. So what I do is I just position myself directly towards him and just stare. In my town, if you're out on the street like that and you look like that and you have dogs, you're a pimp. Yeah, this dude, where I, I grew up. Where pimp. I grew up in Berkeley and Oakland. He wasn't a pimp? No, 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 no. So then I'm just I'm just kind of like looking at him, staring at him. He's clearly making his way to me. And I'm just trying to think like, okay, like how is this about to play out? Right. And there's I, I don't think that the Starbucks would have been much of a refugee. And so then it's very obvious that they're like, he's like maneuvering towards me as he's still like saying what stuff. What kind of dogs? What kind of dogs? I don't pit know. Bulls? They weren't like pit bulls, but they looked kind of like that pit bull like breed, but it wasn't like super okay. obvious to me that they were pit bulls, but they were big okay. dogs and they were just okay. on chains. You know what I mean? Like okay. they don't have like leashes. He's just got two yeah, fucking yeah. chains. Yeah, yeah. And I'm starting to think like, damn, this is kind of a shitty situation because I don't really have much means of defense against these dogs or anything. Right. 
um, which would, yeah, which just it could have gone wrong. But anyhow, as he starts to move over, the fucking I look over and the light had turned green, and it was like Uber guy pulls in right in front of him, parks like right to here. I pop his backseat open so quick. I'm like, hey, sir, how you doing? Throw my shit in there and shut the door. And the guy just kind of still kind of walks. We go to drive away. And then he turns around and goes back in. And it was Did like. Did you make eye contact with him? Did you look at him? As we left? Yeah, but he couldn't see yeah. me in the car at that point. Uh, because uh, it was like. But he was staring at the car. Thing. Yeah, it was going down. Like he, like he was, I think it was a test. And being around. You think he was going to ask you for and, money? He was going to ask you for money? Mm-hmm. That, I mean, how, you know, have you, you've. You've been in you you've been in the Bay Area, dude. You know how that works. Hey, bro, yeah. what you doing out here? What you yeah. got in that bag? What you got for me, bro? Yeah. And yeah, then it's what you like got. you're yep. you're you know, hey, come about your pockets. You know what I mean? All that type of shit starts to go down. And I was just thinking, like, damn, and everyone also- fulfilling their stereotypes. Everyone. So, like, fa- so next time you're like, oh, that's racist or that's prejudice. Uh huh. Yeah. Asian guy can't drive. Kicks you out of the car. Uh, Mexicans fucking with uh, fucking two cars pointed at each other, acting like ding dongs at the gas station. Just got a little sketch. I get the heart rate yeah. up a little bit. That's all. I got the yeah. heart rate up a yeah. little bit. Yeah. Hey, no, no, no one's, no one's, no one's being racist. No one's being prejudiced. These are the details of the story. <laughs> and it all the, starts with the white guy trying to use his Uber. And the, <laughs> <laughs> and the emphasis of it is oh, like fuck. when something like that happens. I think that ninety percent of the time is a crime of opportunity. So there's little tests, right? The test is I whistle. Does he look? The test is then I say something and maneuver towards him. Now, am I going to cower? Am I going to try to play the whole, well, I'll just turn away and go into my phone and hope it's not happening, right? And so in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, all these things are tests. And so if I just stand there and kind of make eye contact, not in a posture way, but like, a, hey, I know you're here and I'm here and like this, I'm aware of this situation, usually it won't end up as bad because they're like, ah, do I really want to have to deal with somebody who I can't just pull them over easy, right? Can't just get over on them easy. So it was, yeah, it was a little sketch coming into the uh, airport there. Uh, poor boy, Sousa's too cute to just ask for money. He wanted to taste it. Taste yeah. it. Yeah. Well, it's a good thing I didn't have a gun because the first line of defense would have been shoot one of his fucking dogs. Uh, I was in, I was in Portland one time, same, uh, hanging out with these four guys uh we were looking for a a building to go to a meeting in and this black guy walks up and pushes all four of us through between us and then as he gets through us to the other side he's like what the fuck guys and then his two buddies were on the outside and they start laughing they're like i fucked those old white guys up and i'm thinking to myself and i and at least one of the guys i was with was carrying a gun and i was thinking god it's like i I see how it goes down Mm mm-hmm Mm-hmm. Like I like I see how it goes down. Yeah, and here's the thing. That's why I don't buy. That's why I don't buy any of the racism shit. That's why, like I like when you grow up in the Bay Area, like you you just you 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 see the world totally different. Totally different. The whole world's telling you that you're racist or that that black people are oppressed, but you never see it. No. All all you all you see is your shit getting punked all the time, and you never think of it as like, and you're still not racist. Like I still don't think anything more or less of like. Like I had just as many white people do that shit to me too, and Mexican people. But like yeah. I never, but yeah. I never, but I've also never seen white people do that to black people, ever, 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 ever. They're terrified to to, to be accused of that. So yeah, yeah. But he is welcome. He- to, that's California people for you, by the way. Maybe it's different in Oklahoma. Maybe you guys are racist motherfuckers out there, <laughs> but not in the big state with forty mil. Yeah, look at look at Braylon Braylon uh, Tender Fitness competitor. 
the hard streets of the Bay Area. Wait, why did he put it like laughing? Clearly, you've never fucking been to the Bay Area. I, I know. I like drop your ass off in Vallejo, ding dong. Jesus, dude. <laughs> you fucking retarded. Yeah. Come, come down. Yeah, you want to come? You want to come over? I'll take you when I go to the fire department to Hayward, and I'll take you a little tour to Oakland, and you could you could take the Bart back and see how that goes for you. Yeah, you, you the the fucking old Taco Bells that are now fucking crack houses. That shit's weird. Yeah, dude. All right. Uh, yeah. Whoo! Look at Rambler, the Green Turtle Hostel in San Francisco. Damn. I will go, and I'll be revered as a king by the time I leave. <laughs> Respect. All right, fine. Fair I enough. Understand my power. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> a wad zombie. Braylon would turn Oakland into a men's retreat. <laughs> uh, all right, guys. Uh, tomorrow morning, Greg. Oh, oh, listen, 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 listen. Who we have? Yeah, I want to show you one more thing tonight. We got to show. Uh, Bryce Mitchell. Emmett, uh, no, not Emmett, uh, Josh Emmett. <laughs> I want to see if I can find the, um, uh, I want to see if I can find the, uh, video. Hold on. Oh, it's the damn, 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 damn. Let me see. Hold on. Uh, let me see if I can find it. Oh, is it just a still? Okay, look at this. So, for those of you who don't know, Bryce Mitchell is a huge, huge UFC star. And Josh Emmett, uh, who's been on the show before, was very close to fighting for the title. He should have fought for the title. Um, And, and, and Bryce Mitchell's... It, uh, so, Bryce Mitchell's on the right, and this is Josh Emmett. This is like a month ago. This is like one of the craziest knockouts I've ever seen. And this just happened. The bald, the bald guy is uh, Josh Emmett. That's the guy that's been on the show that'll be coming on the show tonight. But check out this punch. Boom. Damn. <laughs> I found it, Mark. And I, I wonder if they can, if they're going to show. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Here it is. Hold on. One more time. One more time. Watch this. Watch this. Ooh. And then look at him. Look at him on the ground there. He just kind of goes into like paralysis. Yeah. Look at him. Look at him. Did you see him tweaking? Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's It's got to be one of the most brutal KOs I've ever seen. Um. Anyway, uh, we'll, we'll have Josh Emmett on the show tonight. I think at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. We'll talk to him about uh, that KO, how it felt. All right. Uh, love you guys. Talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye.